0: Be prepared, listeners, for our epic, hopefully, we'll find out, theme song. Head it, David.
1: Short of a score, my friends, today we can see how it ends. This podcast we do with our limited time. Where ideas are spun, sometimes even in rhyme. Short of a score, my friends, who knows when a story will end. We write with our best, keep typing the lines. Until one of us ends Move to something we find We're close to a score you see One more month and that's what we'll be At that time where we know How the scoreboard will read Will it say one to nothing? Or show him in the lead. Short of a score, my friends. Follow with us as we go through bends. You stayed with us longer than we ever do. So you must tell us this. Are we still speaking true? We're short of a score, but for just one at more Stay with us till the end of the story Not to say that we're great Or productive of late But please grant us this moment of glory.
0: Good work, David. Have a cookie. (laughs) (laughs) That's my only comment. No, no, it was was really good. Well done. And, like, you wrote that in five minutes, too, which is impressive. Uh, I appreciate your support, Donald. Although, to be fair, I was expecting more jokes, so I'll just add one. <laughs> <laughs> Farts are funny!
1: <laughs>
0: For more on that, let's our uh, oh, Episode of the Ritwit. It wasn't the sequel. <laughs> one. It was the ritwit Winnie one. It wasn't the winnies?
1: I thought it was the this sequel. This is episode
0: one. 19. That's sort of a score, as you say. You He's... should know the episodes. Well, I didn't. I guess do maybe not, we do it. we're doing so many of them at this point, they all blend together. Yeah, I know, I know. They
2: just start to run together in our heads like stories that continue and how to start and continue and finish them. You're forcing these cheap plugs at
0: this point. (laughs) I I, I refuse to. (laughs) Uh. Welcome fellow nerds to another episode of the Ritwits, the show about the written word, the filmed film, the gamed video game, and the department of redundancy department. Or the redundant department of redundancy. Exactly.
2: Fair enough. Uh. The The show where us two twits talk about writing and apparently other stuff. What,
0: what don't we talk about is the thing oh, politics, I guess. Yeah, let's know. Let, let, but we even have it. talked about that once in that one episode with the neo-Nazi thing. That is very true. So that's we it. Also we also don't talk about religion, basically. No, we've talked reality. about God and heaven and hell and that one thing about Diablo and such, too. Okay, that's right, because you were talking about Diablo. Okay, so I guess that, that the point is we talk about literally every subject ever. We, there's no subject too broad for us. No topic too controversial. No stone left unturned. We are really... The podcast about everything. So once you listen to us, there's no point listening to anything else, listeners. Anyways, we talk about a lot of stuff. We certainly do, don't we? However, no matter what,
2: we usually do our usual segments,
0: so... No matter what, nothing will ever stop us from doing these segments. Except we've already skipped a couple. (laughs) Well, but no, let's (laughs) keep this ironclad tradition going. Absolutely. Starting with, what will we rip off from this month? You go first this month.
2: Oh, well, thank you. Mm -hmm. There's this really interesting movie that I saw recently. Yes. And, um... You know, it's it's kind of like counterculture. Like I don't think anyone's really seen this movie at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's about this guy who goes around with a like a flashing purple suit. Yeah. So, so you're talking about the Phantom?
0: No. <laughs> the Shadow knows. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Black Panther. You haven't heard of Black Panther? I said it's counterculture. You're so racist, David. What? I said I just watched it. Uh, That makes no sense. Okay, well, tell us about Black Panther. All
2: right, well, I mean, it was really interesting because they had the the sequence in the beginning and and I think it was T'Chaka's voice was talking about how... Yeah, to like a young T'Challa. Yeah. Something like, like something like that. I don't know. You know, they show how these five tribes come together and they form around this deposit of vibranium, the largest in the world. And so it technically, like, exists as, like, separate nation-states. They're all, like, different tribes. Right. But they kind of cooperate. And so, like, every time a new ruler is appointed, they have somewhat of a, you know, democratic chance. to To right. prove your might kind of thing. I, th- I really like that idea. Sounds um, interesting. There's one... There's one fight with spoilers Spoiler. <laughs> that I can't actually, um, I don't
0: want to spoil it for you all, so I won't say that. I mean, at this point, everyone on the planet, other than you, ex- except for just now, I've seen Black Panther, though, to be fair. But It's only like four weeks old. Come on. Yeah, no, okay. Anyway, um,
2: sure. any of the tribes have the chance to submit their champion and say, okay, no, I want to take over. And as opposed to, you know, the monarchy where it's always the same bloodline and all the hijinks that ensue of crossbreeding and right. interbreeding to all that stuff, I like that better. However, I have to point out that I'm not exactly African in
0: heritage, so it's really
2: hard to use this idea. I mean, you are a, you are a mutt, we I joke about. I say I
0: am a mutt, yes. You're from everywhere, but you are very white. You're yeah, a mutt of that, every white pale, every culture. <laughs> I
2: mean, that's the thing. You know, like, I don't have direct <laughs> experience with African culture, uh, no real background, like... The, what happened to the African-Americans during times of slavery and all that right. stuff. I, I can't Bad stuff, I draw assume. on that. <laughs> no background information to draw off on. I mean, yes, I could do some, like, intense research to figure it out. <sighs> Who was there for that? you know, it's one of those things that I just don't see much of a purpose for me to do that in a story that I'm currently writing. Right. So, uh, in other words, it's only slightly more pipe than dream. Well, <laughs> if only
0: ever so slightly. Right. I do like that, how they kind of merged dem- democracy with... Uh monarchy that that's, sounds like a cool idea like yeah. it has the tr- at first it's like a traditional monarchy but yeah like, I'm assuming like if one of the challengers wins and they keep going and they have kids it's a monarchy until once again someone's like hey let's challenge yeah, exactly like that. the mean, next one has it's like the monarchy of this tribe
2: and the monarchy of this tribe as opposed to well this tribe has always been the ruling leader and nobody has any other say
0: right exactly that sounds cool alright well that sounds All cool alright so what are you ripping off from well, this um, one there's this um, I just saw this movie um, it's, it's interesting I don't know if you've heard of it um it's, 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 I think it's good some mild publicity at this point mild? mild, mild sounds, know. Know. sounds like it's cult a classic under, uh, well, cult classic actually no maybe not even that it's a little bit too obscure uh, too cool. obscure
2: for a cult classic uh, I don't think there's anything too obscure for I don't know a cult this one okay. it's
0: called it's called
2: <laughs> black panther what? you have not seen black panther until just now no. what are you
0: racist? Yeah, <laughs> so racist guys. Uh, okay, so I saw Black Panther. So... Oh, this is such a good joke. I'm glad we came up with this. <laughs> I thought you know what would be funny? Oh, okay. Well, All right. What are you gonna rip off from? All world. right. Well, I liked how they they seamlessly blended African culture, fashion, tradition, music, art, architecture inside this futuristic sci-fi world. Sure. Even though, it, despite Wakanda being a fictional nation, they re- applied real African traditions... Well, here's the question. Is it
2: because it's fictional that they can get away with mashing the culture, with uh, mashing this traditional, grounded culture with this fantastical sci-fi
0: technology? Well, I mean, probably the only reason why that would be an issue otherwise because it's the modern day. That's like, true. Like, the Overwatch does that a lot, like, um, in terms of taking these real nations and making them more futuristic, so... Uh, well, I think the time frame on that one is like twenty advanced. seventy. Yeah, twenty like, seventy 20, is the one so it takes. Years. So, but like, uh, but they're all like that, yeah. So, um, well, anyway. this, but so basically, adding all this authentic stuff, it adds credibility to this fantastical place. It makes it seem more like a real place that people live and work and play in. You know, it's not, like a lot of times we see like a fictional world. It doesn't really feel lived in, really. It just feels like a place that people do things. Well, I suppose the same idea could be said for touristy stuff. Like, with, with it's
2: a little bit different for me. But like, mm-hmm. if you've ever taken a trip to a big city, say like Las Vegas, right? Where there's a lot of entertainment options available, and you're that's just true. like, "Wow, there are schools here. I never see them." Yeah, there are <laughs> schools.
0: See, that's the thing. I just there are. It's it like there must
2: be because there are there must be residence. like elementary schools too. There are, are perma- schools. There are permanent residents, but like you never see the schools oh, man, because you're weird. not going there for it, right? Yeah, that, that's so weird, it doesn't the feel lived in. To almost.
0: be fair, I, don't, I can't even picture a neighborhood in Las Vegas either. I just, <laughs> I just pictured the, the city. In fact, and I think you I just I don't, pictured the strip, and that's it. And at <laughs> night, I, I'm assuming a day it looks like this horrendous <laughs> desert, ugly thing. Like, well, you see the desert around you, I suppose. But yeah, you know, it's uh, uh, but yeah, no, but like this, even even like other Marvel. Movies, like Asgard what do you, they do for fun there they watch well, those plays they kind of live in a paradise it almost seems like they don't they but can't like, not have it's fun. weird to imagine people other than Thor and other mighty warriors other just Asgard living kids. their lives there that's true but Wakanda seems like a real place that like a real kid mm-hmm. could grow up and become like a normal person with a job or what or yeah. just, I don't know exactly what, but like it just it feels more authentic like it, 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 so despite all these like spaceship like jets holograms force field booking <laughs> devices all this other crazy stuff it feels more real sure. because of all that melding of real stuff into it and like one thing I could rip off from that is like if there's ever a Megazoic movie at some point farther down the line I need to work on that script someday I'll have that on my what we, uh, I the rich would have wit that's what <laughs> what, what I the rich will someday writ. what's <laughs> the future tense of writ? I feel will, like writ is will writ. I suppose but I like, we know. always use writ as past tense what? Okay, we got to call up with present and future. It's for writ Rit. Some other time. We'll I, I honestly think it would just
2: be writ and, like, use the qualifier half. But anyway, <laughs> ah, okay. It's not...
0: What's What's I, the rich which will someday writ is a Megazord's coach. But anyways, what I'll do for that, uh, I might, like, make, like, this futuristic city, but then add, like, the real prehistoric plants and, like, bugs or, like, other, and, like, mist or, like, swampy stuff. Like, other stuff that makes it seem like a, a prehistoric landscape that just happens to have sci-fi buildings in it. Like or even like some of the buildings could be shaped like stereotypical dinosaur features, like a rib cage. Like um, it'd be kind of cool. Like the, the long like... neck is an escalator. Right. Ooh yeah, or something like that. One of them like big triceratops horns. Yeah. No. Although to be fair, we don't build buildings like humans. Yeah. We don't shape them like humans. No, we
2: don't shape them after ourselves. So that's a little eh. like it'd be it'd be neat to see that, but I also don't understand quite the function of it unless say like there was some egotistical
0: maniac in your story who. but even then to... there's like there's just more statues than buildings mm, fair enough but how yeah. do you live in those but anyway I mean it's an idea <laughs> right but like I don't know, that's something I could do yeah so that's what I'll rip off from yeah. Black Panther the movie this obscure movie that's such obscure movie that apparently
2: involves a guy with a purple suit <laughs> Yeah,
0: <laughs> Got, gotta say,
2: <laughs> did you
0: see the purple suit? Right? I saw the purple suit, although it was so black. How but... did you think it was singing the Phantom? Really? Because that's actually a purple suit. <laughs> Have you seen <laughs> the Phantom? Black Panther is black with some purple highlights. I said flashing purple suit, but anyway, it's only flashing purple when it when he gets hit. To be fair, I know, I know. You guys should... Go, should go try to find this movie. It, if, it might, it be, might hard... be a little difficult to find, but uh, I assure we... you, it's worth the effort. Okay, we're starting to sound really racist here, actually. It's like you have to go in the ghetto to see this I movie about black that. people. didn't say that. It's did. what we're implying. No, I did not. It's like, oh, a movie about black people can't possibly be big.
2: You're the one who was saying it was practically a cult classic, and I'm actually uh, smaller I than I that. regret
0: this so much. <laughs> this is an amazing movie. Oh. We went to the theater that was full of pasty white people like us, so. Yeah. It, I'm really happy to see this movie's doing so well. I, yeah, it was a, it was a phenomenal movie, and it's rightfully a phenomenon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's gonna—they think it might make more than the Avengers domestically, which would be amazing. That would be pretty incredible. And they're they're being really smart by tying in the marketing for Avengers: Infinity War to show, oh yeah, the final battle is probably going to take place in Wakanda. It seems like so, like well, I mean, how else would you involve the king if he?
2: I, I mean, yes, at the end of a small spoiler, at the end of the movie, Wakanda kind of reveals more of itself to the world, right? It's not, been very isolated. Not too much, but right. reveals more of itself. But we don't and know thinking, to what extent, to be fair, though. True. We only see like, a snippet of it. But like you would think that if he is committed to protecting his people, that King T'Challa would not get himself involved unless it threatened Wakanda like almost directly. Well,
0: that's why the main theory is that the Soul Stone is somewhere in Wakanda. Like, I haven't heard that theory until just now, but you know... That's was, a big theory about it. Like I thought, like when the trailers came out for this for Black Panther, I assumed it was the Spirit Realm. It had something to do with that. But to be fair... The dust that they have to go into is orange. Maybe they ground it up? I don't know. Uh, how would you grind it up and then reform it into a stone? Well, the same way the ether is ground up. S- it's like a gas Thanos. and they ground
2: up. Wait, the way the is a cube. The same way... Right, but then how would you reform it into a gem? I don't know. You, you just pulls it together. It's like all the other ones <laughs> a physical science process for
0: it, I think. Or just some nonsense comic changing, book science to well, it. Well,
2: I mean, nonsense comic book science, but I seem to remember when I was in like... Uh, science in 8th grade they were talking about how anything any state of matter can change to another and there's process, and there's a name for right. all of those six processes something like that I don't know but, but uh,
0: transfusion prof, trans, no. transfiguration <laughs> <No>. <laughs> McGonagall helps teach it in his no. physics labs <laughs> that would be such an ironic <laughs> contra- uh, contradiction Dr. McGonagall a contradiction it's anyway natural. anyway our other usual segment yes what we at the rich Whits have rich. what have you rich? well above except for the song not much Cool. The third Megazoic. I've talked about it. It's redundant. Shall I move on, David? <laughs> yes, let's move on. Oh, uh, we're so good at this show. <laughs> we're such professionals at now. It's just like a real breeze. We
2: need to spur each other on to more writing, it seems.
0: No, uh, no, I think I'll quit this show and let's make it about cooking. Cooking? What we at the Ritwit have cooked. What we, we at the brisket have cooked. Million dollar idea, we got Call it. Yeah. What? Except <laughs> I do <don't> cook. <laughs> I just eat out. Oh my gosh. Uh, I will have cooked nothing. Well, if
2: we're going to truly quit
0: writing it as a podcast. Culinary (laughs) science is what we're at. Final (laughs) episode of the Ritwit. Really? Maybe. Who knows? I don't know. Perhaps.
2: Probably. Maybe maybe we'll be inspired once again at some other point. Maybe listeners, if you respond to us, that'd be great.
0: Or maybe we're just doing our usual nonsense. We're just, we're so unpredictable, you and I. (laughs) Well, we try not to be predictable. (laughs) Predictable (laughs) is boring. Anyway. You know who's really unpredictable and yet who hinges on everything? Secondary characters. Wouldn't you say? I don't know. It hinges on everything. It hinges on... It pushes the main characters forward, you know? And speaking of which...
2: My it, I'll give you that wasn't actually a bad segue. No, what I was going to say is that I can't think of how many times I've seen secondary characters who come in and have, like, no purpose whatsoever. They mm-hmm. don't grow, they're just there, and then they're gone. It's like they were completely unnecessary. Yeah, i got a major problem with this. It's a pet Um, peeve of yours. Yeah, you might say that. As we were planning this episode, I was talking about one of my childhood favorites, and you already know where I'm going with his listeners. Power Rangers. Thanks for answering (laughs) for the listeners, Donald. But anyway, the second season of Power Rangers where they took out the Green Ranger and they were giving the new ranger life. This white ranger was earning power, and they put in a bunch of new characters to try and say, oh, well, maybe this guy's the white ranger. (laughs) The Red Herring Rangers. Well, I suppose that's a different color. Maybe they're salmon. salmon anyway, <laughs> salmon name herring. Right? Let's do not do herrings. No, I'm saying no. I'm... it's red herring, then their their color is salmon. But anyway. But it's it's another fish other than herring. That's the
0: joke. I get it now. Anyway It's funny because you explained it.
2: It sucks because I had to explain it. Yeah. Anyway, that just makes like it funnier. The, just like this the joke in the title song, we didn't he didn't understand that until I, I'm, I'm I'm an idiot, listeners. Then you have your moans. I said it. Though. Of genius and of idiocy. Don't Moving we all? On. As soon as they revealed who the White Ranger was, and those red herrings were no longer necessary,
0: without any, like, real development, they just disappeared. The, the salmon migrated off the river and never came back.
2: Exactly. <laughs> Went back to their ancestral nesting home. I mean, I just, I just don't <laughs> understand why you would do this. Like, yes, okay, those in those particular cases, they were red herrings, so they had some
0: purpose, I suppose,
2: but other than that,
0: they didn't do anything. Um, like, why? What's the point yeah, of Yeah, see, like, if I had written that, I would have made it so that, oh, the characters who are red herrings, to what who this other ranger would be, you just keep them in and write something new and for do them. do something with them. Yeah, exactly. even if it's not what you originally planned. If you originally planned them to just be a red herring, that doesn't mean you can't You can just, you, you just That have doesn't to mean they, they stop there. Yeah, you can, You don't have to just throw them away. You can do them other things with them. Yes. Characters
2: evolve. Yes, absolutely. Um, so, today, we're doing what I'd like to call our Useful Secondary Characters Workshop. Oh, yeah. Like... <laughs> So, just as a quick disclaimer... Yes. Please, 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 God, don't simply create a character to inhabit the same air as your headliners, your lead characters. If they can impact, even minorly, the plot of the story or the lead characters themselves. It's better than simply putting another face in for a variety.
0: Oh yeah, I've done seventeen million
1: things with this character. Maybe I should introduce a new one just to do this
0: one thing. I mean, you know what, to be fair, sometimes people like having like a encyclopedia full of thousands of different characters. Check the box, token white male. <laughs> token white male?
2: Oh, wait, sorry, I'm still being influenced by Black Panther. Oh, that's true. That's <laughs> and, but, I mean, that's the point. Token <laughs> female, token Asian. Okay, checked it off. All right, now he's T- done. Get out of token here.
0: Token tough guy, token wimpy like, guy. Oh, my gosh, it's so annoying. If you token find yourself relief.
2: doing this, if you find yourself having this problem, consider eliminating the needless character and give that task to someone else who's already there, who already means something more to the story. It's probably, right. it's probably easy. Mm-hmm. But if that, should that be too difficult for you to swallow...
0: We have some tips. We're, we're here to, to help, listeners. we got this writing knowledge crammed within our thick skulls with all this power. And as they say, with great power comes, comes great, great responsibility. responsibility. And it is our responsibility to bestow some of this wondrous knowledge of writing onto you, listeners.
2: Because we are better than you. This how I wanted to... Think about this, and how Donald so graciously agreed to let me think about this. Is, of course. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the main types of secondary characters and how to give them we, impact. We to love to categorize,
0: uh, align our topic for <laughs> Really, We tired. love making our lists. I'm Don't really tired. tired here. Hold this is like a five shot Americano. Or... <clears throat> <clears throat> there we go. All oh, pumped up with caffeine. Let's do this. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So our, first, <laughs>
2: so our first main kind of secondary character, as in not somebody you'd bill on the top marquee,
0: this is somebody who's right. like, oh yeah,
2: also starring.
0: I mean, unless it's a romance story, in which case they're well,
2: equally okay.
0: billed. Okay, thanks for spoiling it. What is it? It's, it's a love interest. Oh yeah.
2: It's okay. like you and I. In a platonic way.
0: No, I'm talking about you and I with our respective girlfriends. Respectful Get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs>
2: Well, there's nobody else in the room. I mean, goodbye. No, Your come animal on. Come your on. animal magnetism, your, the powers well, okay, of the panther okay, well, are compelling. This
0: me. is a safe zone. If you need to come <laughs> out, please just let me know. Just to you, it's just you and me and all the and thousands all the of listeners. listeners. <laughs> including your family and my family. Right, yeah, right. right. Uh, That's okay. Yeah. Anyway, for love <laughs> interests. Yes. Like, one of the things that I wanted to mention here is, like, you give them a character of their own. Like, this is, I'd say, pretty much a requirement. Like, if you don't do this, you might as well not have a love interest. Because what's the point? Um, they're not a trophy. Exactly. They're not a trophy. And they're their own person. Or dinosaur. <laughs> right. Whatever your well, their he, own character. Whatever species you prefer. Right. They're their own character. Maybe not even the same species. Exactly. Yeah. Like, did like, you see the he, one best picture this year? The Shape of Water? That's the story between a mute girl and a fish man. It's a love story between monsters. I mean, a mute girl? What a monster! Ah!
1: <laughs> we <laughs> <laughs> are so offensive.
2: Equal opportunity. But we are so offensive. But anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, th- the whole point of it is, if the only, only development that a love interest gets... Is simply tied to the main character. If their motivation is all tied to the main character. Right. Then they're just like some weight that hangs around the thing.
0: They're they're not the they're not the character. They're own. They're an extension of the character that they're the love interest to. They're a satellite, if you will. Oh, okay. Like they're like a satellite that orbits the main character. Something about how he's the center of the universe. And so exactly. Like living. they like you should give them a purpose in the plot. Sure. They need to have something. That defines them other than they're the love interest. Something about the Bechdel test? Well, something like that, I don't know. <laughs> well, if
2: it's a woman, if it's a woman. Well, I don't know
0: if it's a man. Well, well, they're, they're gay people. Well, I'm just saying that if it's a woman, you know, the Bechdel test does apply. No, I you. know. Yeah, I, mean, well, I don't know if, uh, not really what the Bechdel test is about, I don't think. I don't, well, I what the <sighs> Well, Bechtel is two female characters not talking about their men, right? But yeah, but like even if this love interest is the only female character, you can still make this work for some somehow. Well, she's the only
2: female character in the Bechtel test doesn't even apply, right? Of course not. I mean it does apply, you fail. (laughs) (laughs) But We gotta thank that guy. Maybe we should get him to sponsor one. Mr. Bechtel? I'm assuming it's a woman we should we should get into sponsor or her one, to sponsor one of our episodes don't Maybe assume that, okay? gender <laughs> statement I'm sorry Donald
0: <laughs> yeah I no we should but I
2: think a lot of a lot <laughs> of these characters they tend to be either you know just glossed over mm-hmm. like oh you got the girl. Sorry, generalizing. The you got trophy. the girl. Congratulations! Here's your prize. Yes. And they just let like, the sit prize up on a the girl. shelf and gather, and gather dust. Like they don't do anything. Why must they not do anything? Are they not living, breathing, have their own ambitions and ideas? Yes, a lot of their interests may be related to the character they are attaching themselves
0: to, but that doesn't mean that that is all they are. Right. Out of all these, I feel like if this is the one that if you screw it up, people are more likely to notice and really dislike this character. Or they'll start shipping in with somebody else, right? Exactly. Someone watcher. who they actually have chemistry with, you know.
2: Well, if you're not writing chemistry for a love interest, then you need to you need a different podcast to help
0: with that. Yeah, we, we or don't a different know. episode. actually. I, I don't know what what is chemistry. What is this? I'm no scientist. Nacl salt. Man, we're so good with our jokes. <laughs> with such unpredictable humor. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're, you must be wearing astro pads because your butt is out of this world. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, uh, you I'm must, single. Listeners. You must Did be you, the sun gosh. because the world just wants to revolve around you. <laughs> uh, Actually, that would be pretty good. Ah, it's better than some I've heard. Oh, I can't think of. A good one. I've heard a really good one. What was it? Did you fall from the sky?
2: Because you are so hot, like a star. That is so forced. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no, 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 I got it, I got it. I got, it. I got, it. I got, uh, got it. it. Hit me with hit me. You must be a meteor because your tail's got something behind it. Oh, for God's
0: sake. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you must be, be a meteor. You must be a meteor because your tail got something behind it and we really made impact. Right? <laughs> I just, <laughs> The other way, it's not meteor. <laughs> okay. Anyway, obviously the two of us are not love interests. But you know, you can forgive my bad jokes because you're my
2: best friend. Well, thank you for cooperating on that segue. Speaking yeah, of which, speaking of which, that's another interesting type of secondary character. I do want to point one out of my from, favorites. I'm I do say. want to point out that not all best friend types are purely secondary characters. Yeah, exactly.
0: Like I love this trope so much as a writing that it doesn't actually apply here because they're often just another main character. Like. <sighs> That's fair. Well,
2: I mean, one of, one of my things with it is, like, I, I kind of think about it, every single story, you kind of got, like, this non-existent movie poster. And, like, the lead characters, the headline characters, the ones you want people to pay the most attention to, mm-hmm. sometimes the best friend is is listed up there, billed at the top billing the same way right. as, his, as his buddy. But not always. Not always, yeah, exactly. Sometimes they're, you know, like the old called the old high school buddy and as this hero moves on they right. find a new friend and so it starts to displace the old ones so right. the old ones just a So like piece of the action as opposed to like equal billing. I would say that if you've read Megazoic and if you haven't buy it on amazon.com. Thank you for the sponsor, David. What or the cheaper? Primeval Power also on amazon. It is on Amazon. That's
0: right.
2: You should take a look at the relationship between Cortan and Belar Cortan right. obviously is the main protagonist, yes. but Belar, his friend, is very, very important to the story. Like, he is not a secondary character. He's you can't a, really st- consider him a secondary character unless we're going to get into an argument on that later. But we'll talk I mean, about he's that not
0: later. the main protagonist, but he is a protagonist. So, I a co-protagonist. Yeah, some, I think. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out later. Yeah.
2: But, anyway, like, here's the thing with best friends. Right. They don't just
0: need to exist as a yes man. Exactly. Same thing with love interests. Like they need to have their own. They need to be their own person. And sometimes includes right. disagreeing with they're friend and talking crap to them and being like, hey, get your get your stuff together, you know? Making, making fun of their friends as need be.
2: But, I mean, the <laughs> thing that comes to, to mind is that if you see the growth of the best friend alongside, or maybe apart from, the main character, that's right. really rewarding to, right. a, to a reader as well. And the audience, you know, because this character, who is not the... Headliner guy still gets a decent amount of development, they might find that character more appealing because it's more similar to them. Right. That kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe they have a big argument right before the climax. Maybe even after this argument, although it's probably cliche, they They return to save their bestie in dire circumstances. Oh, no! I mean, yay! But they don't (laughs) simply exist to validate all the opinions of the main characters. They are their own person. Like, I can't stress this enough. All of these characters are not simply to take up space. Are not simply to go along with... That's the whole point of this
0: episode. We're trying to help you not make them not take up space. Be their own character. Exactly. They don't don't have to be three-dimensional. We're not trying to scare you writers of being like, they all have to be as developed as the main character. Well, okay, not as developed, but they need some development. They do need development, but they don't need to be as developed. Like, we're just trying to give them that little extra push. I mean, that, obviously, you
2: wouldn't have enough space in story to deal with all of them equally, and so some characters are inevitably going to get the shaft.
0: And if you want to develop all of them, that's fine, too. <laughs> just luck. make it more apparent that which one's the main character.
2: And that uh, becomes the problem, because the more development you give, the more, like, oh, well, they're kind of creeping up
0: towards this top billing line. Exactly. Well, you know some some friends, you know, like you and me. They're they're so close they might as well be family. And speaking of which, another. I'm gonna do a four segue for every single one of these. Oh dear God, how are you gonna do? We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll find out. Oh, it'll be great. Oh dear Lord. <laughs> anyway, so yes, family is another type. Yes, blood runs thicker than water, they say. It's true. Like I, I, I really like you, but like, but sometimes like you're an escape because my family can sometimes be really annoying. Like it's. Like, that's why I think, like, I don't really see myself being a father, like, anytime soon. Just because I feel like it's a lot of responsibility. However, I am loving being an uncle. Like, I have my niece and nephew. There used to be this shirt, and I'm sure that some of the listeners have seen something like this before, but, um... If mom says no, just ask grandma. <laughs> well yeah, exactly. Let's, well, like I saw this one comic like these webcomics like how my, my mother treated me versus how my mother treats her now grandson. <laughs> right. It's pretty
2: it's pretty bad with comparison, I suppose.
0: Yeah, it's like you need to eat your vegetables.
2: Here, have some cookies And I know that the two I know that the two of us were there, there's one particular, like, we were at each other's throats argument that runs in my head. Right. And and so it's, you know, but families like, do disagree.
0: Absolutely. No, absolutely. But, like, sometimes the relationship your character has with you, its family is often far more complicated than best friend because you feel more obligated to your family. If your best friend is being an asshole, you have the option to be like, okay, that's it, we're done. You can't do that with family, especially, like, blood family. You cannot choose your family. Mm-hmm. But you
2: can choose your friends and choose when, you Mm -hmm. know, is convenient to say, you know what, no more. Right. But anyway, you know, when the chips are really down, Mm -hmm. who's most likely to have your back? Because sometimes your friends do leave you. They're more fickle. They can't help. But your family is supposed to be that last bastion of defense. If there's nowhere else to turn, who do you call? Ghostbusters? (sighs) Who you're gonna call is that one. Anyway, (laughs) if you include familial characters in your story please, one very helpful tip, make sure they have some characteristics that rub off on the leads that, right. you know, as part of their family. We are a product of how we are raised. It's exactly. not simply biology. So if you see, for example, the lead has a certain kindness and you also show that in his or her mother right, or perhaps maybe brain from uh, his or her father and those kind of things. And that's just the parents. Mm-hmm. If you have someone in the same generation... You know they can actively contribute in more ways too. Absolutely, like with Black Panther, we just saw T'Challa's yes. sister was helping out with the fight. Shuri is her name. Yes, they natively have an impact because they're family, right? Right, they can't help it. Exactly. Like by themselves, they have an impact on the character. So beyond exploring that backstory,
0: yeah. Well, like like oh, this is where he came from. These are his parents. Mm-hmm. Or well, like parents. I, well, some real life examples. Like I like my sister and I like were always there for each other even and like she's there to help me when I need and like I, she's read Megazoic and she's really liked it I didn't expect her to read it other than like and if she did I feel like it's just she's just obligated to but like you and one of your siblings I don't want to go into too much detail whatever you guys disagree a lot about a lot <laughs> yeah but if it comes down to it you would be there for him and vice versa like I remember one time I was playing with you as a kid and this sibling was there and we did not get along or whatever. I think we were kind of forced to play with him. However, I fell off the fence and he rushed forward just to catch me. Yeah, He... Did not have to do that. But he felt like he had to because this is my brother's best friend. Yeah. so I, I do remember that that time. That was intriguing. Yeah. I probably would have been fine. I probably... Uh, I well... Pro- I, in my head, I'm imagining no... this fence is like the Great Wall of China. It, it <laughs> <wasn't the great laughs> and I was falling hundreds of feet. You're making, my, you're making a mountain out of the With my right? head pointed straight at the ground. <laughs> so I, if I had landed, I would have... <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's one of those things
2: that he didn't, he didn't have to do it. Mm-hmm. But he but felt he like chose to. and he felt like probably that he had to as well. He probably so felt he like it, had had an, and so he had an impact. You it know? wasn't even a question aside out there. from aside from what I experienced with said sibling, you know, mm-hmm. throughout our lives, and and that's just the thing. However, beyond that, if you want to make them even more useful, maybe there's room for an argument that spurs a plot point or exactly. inadvertently creates some conflict.
0: Right. Well, like an example I have from my own work. Um, In Primeval Power, spoiler for Primeval Power, if you want to learn more details, or if you don't want to skip this... Read it on Kindle! Um, there's these brother and sister. One of them's the main villain, and one of them is a pretty big co protagonist so neither of them really count. However, their parents, who aren't really there, they're dead by this time of the story. They're posthumous characters. they cannot be anything but secondary. Right, but like, you never really see them, right? But we get a lot of development of them. We get that they, their families, and their families' families were like, they were all long-standing members of the Order of Illumitra. Even though the order itself has long been gone, their, their traditions have passed on from family, family to family. Through family. And, like, there's a manor where Faleer lives. And he's taken over after the family's gone. It he's inherited it. And there are these statues of the generational line of how far back it goes. And they force this upon their kids to a fault. And one of them, like, Faleer, was a lot better. I, I won't go into specifics why. And it drove the other one, Devissa, away. Because she tried so hard to impress him, but Faleer just had better results. And, you know, speaking of that, and this is a lesser literal example, but Guardians of the
2: Galaxy 2, right? which I also recently saw. I don't yeah. know why I didn't think about that, but anyway. Um,
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I talked about that a little bit in
2: one of our episodes. But, but anyway, the scene where Gamora and Nebula were kind of, like, right. arguing about things. Now, they're
0: not literally
2: sisters, but they were raised like sisters. Yeah, they're adopted sisters, basically, <clears> yes. And so Nebula said, you always
0: had to win, but I just wanted a sister. Right. Yeah, like, and that's a cool conflict to have. Like, it has ne- it ma- gives Nebula depth other than like the the sister that like the relative. That, oh yeah, like, they did way better with Nebula in the second movie. Well, absolutely. But anyway, yeah, she's really I liked her a lot in that movie. But yeah, so it's it's cool. Like, basically, there are ways to keep them. Like, even though these parents of Fleer and Neviso, they're not there. They have depth to them, and also they realize that that they drove away. Fleer even says at one point, this is in the middle of the book. So, sure, my parents were good dinosaurs. But they were not good parents, and I've come to terms with that. And that but I think don't that's interesting. You need to know everything that happened to think of that sentiment and just be like, "Wow."
2: Mm-hmm. Because yeah, we we because... talk so much about how. You, uh, another interesting example to cross mm-hmm. cross discipline lines mm-hmm. is like you don't always have the same people. Both. Directing the choir and Right As the best singer in a choir Because there right. are some people Who are great leaders Not good singers And vice versa Exactly And For music Because again This is my This is my big thing Obviously mm-hmm. You have some people Who are amazing At performing Right Incredibly talented But they cannot Deal well With teaching other people Right They're horrible teachers Uh huh and so like reconciling those together sometimes can be yeah. a real task No, yeah, absolutely especially when the characters are no longer on screen but you see in this case that Folir did
0: manage to do such Mm-hmm. yeah absolutely well and also to be fair it probably took him a bit like his at, by the time the story starts their parents are all I don't oh, know if they're long know. dead. I don't know how long. I, I imagine it's been a couple of years at least. I like, was going to say, young Frankenstein, six months, three months, freshly dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's more than freshly dead. Let me say, they're, their brains are really rotten at this point. Okay, uh, but <laughs> that's a good movie. Uh, but like, and speaking of Gamora and Nebula. Like that for the second movie, say they're lot better, than their siblings. But in the first movie, they're more like rivals, wouldn't you say? And, and speaking of which... You know, actually, that was pretty smooth. <laughs> you didn't use us for once. Uh, no, I was yeah. thinking about it first, but then you brought the Gamora Nebula, and I'm like, ooh, that's better. Yeah, it is better, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so
2: yes, rivals. Uh, I mean, okay, how many listeners played Pokemon and have been frustrated with the rival whose general name is Gary, but you can obviously name him whatever you want? Like, there was, some, <laughs> there was somebody Not who a actually thing. named him Asshole, and I'm just like, brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant! <laughs> you know what I actually did though. I saw it. Okay, no, I didn't do this personally. I saw this video from somebody on YouTube who did this, and they named their
0: rival nobody. <laughs> and nobody's so, my rival. You just defeated nobody. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. But no, I like, can talk about Pokemon. Like, yeah, that, I, I do that all the time. Not a day goes by day where day I don't by. think of the epic struggle I had between me and my Pokemon rival. Oh my god, we've had some epic battles with our. Uh, Pikachus and <laughs> Charmanders thank and you for naming actual Pokemon <laughs> and and the Digimons and, <laughs> and our our Powerpuffs wow our wow. You, are, you are showing our Alicorns you are showcasing your knowledge here I am such a Poke fanatic I, I'm like a but living breathing Pokedex example. but that's just one example and, I've never and played so Pokemon in my life listeners I don't know if you've noticed <laughs> wow what part gave it away I don't no I'm so good at acting
2: I guess but anyways you know and the goal of these two characters or post characters was simple they both wanted to be the best well obviously only one can be the best the true best and so there's going to be some conflict there Mm -hmm. but not all rivals have to be that way their disagreements don't always need
0: to be petty exactly well like A good example, I guess, is Malfoy in um, Harry Potter. At first, he is petty, but like later on, you kind of realize like Jacob really is brilliant. Like the again, spoiler alert for Harry Potter. If we haven't done that, every other freaking episode we talked about. But like, so yeah, the first. So as the series began, it starts off very like kind of one or two dimensional. Everyone has these archetypes and very friendly, but because it's written more for kids. But as the series goes on, it gets more interesting, and then you later learn why they're this way. Yeah, and it's really cool. It's a good way to build up. So like, like Malfoy was like. He just believed everything his father does. Who was up oh, Death Eater, right? I was going to say we already have the spoiler alert, right? So I just I think of a name for it. And also, he's jealous of all the attention that Harry gets, which she feels is unwarranted. Which, to be fair, it really isn't. It he uh, did one thing as a baby that you exactly, couldn't like,
2: replicate until later.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like he didn't even know he did it until he was told that he did it. Like he it was all kind of just thrust upon him. So yeah, well, of course Malfoy's jealous. But yeah, it makes sense. Like, but they're not explicitly villains either. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: sometimes sometimes it can go that way. Like, if they actively inhibit your character's progress, like, no, you can't go do this thing, you're gonna fight with me, kind of a thing. Right. That at least gives them more functionality in your plot. Right. It makes them better than just, oh, I'm better than you, I'll let you go today, <laughs> I'm going to beat you next time.
0: Or or I'm worse than you, but I'm gonna keep trying to prove myself, because I'm well, really admit to being worse, I suppose. Well, I know, but that's what I'm saying, that's what the be in the story Right, but on. I
2: mean, but maybe it's something that allows their bias to show, and so they start turning into more of a villainous character, mm-hmm. but even if you do that, at least there's more dynamism and purpose for that character rather than oh he just has a rival because I thought it was a cool idea I okay. wanted there to be Gary Oak in my
0: story yeah
2: I, I... <sighs> Gary Oak <gasps> I think he's the grandson of Professor Oak
0: Professor Oak and all the professors the main professors in you're him talking him about the Pokemon professors trees. that's right I've never played. I had to think about guess... Are named after trees anyway moving that's on that's right when are they gonna bring there's already been a maple right I Elm Birch Rowan whoa
2: I okay. have to think of uh, Okay, the, the so the next a po- couple more I can't really recall. So oh and then, Professor Ivy after Oak too, but she's not really a tree. Oh, uh, is she like poison ivy? No. Is she is but she, it is female, so d- is, it her, her her, is her
0: is her is her hopefully her main Pokemon is a bat one. Bat no.
2: Not, <sighs> no, no. Uh, one nice try. Mm. No. She doesn't have a main Pokemon. She she deals with breeding, so she has to do a lot. Oh, so
0: so does Poison Ivy in way other ways. I'm not breeding, you know, but seducing. You know,
2: we gotta we gotta like at least explain the main stuff of Pokemon to you at some point, so you don't have to sound like a complete. Nah, I,
0: I like being a poke Actually, <laughs> 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 you like being a plebe, in other words. Anyway, yeah, like i the okay, longest so, time. To- at least I'm not as I used to be. I used to think that. Pikachu was named Pokemon. That's why this series was called Pokemon. I thought that was his name... Well, At least I've gone beyond do you that. Know, do
2: you know what Pokemon is short for? Pocket Monster. Yes. I've known that for a while, too. Okay. It's also Japanese
0: for Pocket Monster, isn't it?
2: Well, it was originally made in Japan, so they called it Pocket Monsters, and then short, it was shortened, I think, by Americans first, and then they took oh, it over
0: there, too. Makes sense. Which, I I'm, I'm sure, yeah, Pocket surprising. Monster in Japan is probably something longer than but Pokemon. Hey, you, know,
2: I mean, you know, the thing that's nice about Pokemon is that uh, you can carry, like, six... Random Pokemon with you—they could be the same. They could be entirely different. Right, a band of misfits,
0: if you will.
2: Speaking of
0: which, yeah,
2: teamwork.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're band sh- of misfits. Okay, so I—so these are fun. Like I brought this up—we're talking about this because you are talking about secondary characters. We're talking about how oh, they still have purpose. They should all like have this stuff. And they should. But then I would bring up the point: sometimes there are characters that come in groups. And it might seem overwhelming. I was going to gonna say, you don't always have to think of it as, like,
2: individuals. Right. And maybe their difference isn't big, but when you get a group of people together and they can have
0: a big impact on your story. But as a unit, like, that's the thing. Like, you can have this group and it can still work, even if they don't all have individual purposes in the plot, because they're part of a group that, as a one singular unit, does have a purpose in the plot. And this is what the Band of Misfits is. I mean, there's probably other names where it's just like, I don't know.
2: Well, I mean, look at the
0: movie Wonder Woman. Her Howling Commando equivalent? Yeah, basically. <laughs> like
2: the Howling Commandos. You know, they're, they're just random people plucked from the middle of different different backgrounds, different, like, career choices. And they don't really necessarily make sense together, except they're forced together They make sense together. together. Oh, you're talking, about, oh, you talking about like,
0: in terms of in-story. Yes, they don't make sense they together. They don't make
2: sense together, but they come together as a unit. Mm-hmm. And the ill-fitting pieces, you know, become more than the whole of right. the puzzle
0: they can't finish. Right. Well, like, I'm trying to think, the uh, fellowships, you use the literature, for example. Yes. I mean, it's some right. of them have more depth than others. Like, especially Aragorn. And, well, gee, I wonder why. I mean, he's the titular king in Return of the King. <laughs> exactly. So Spoiler
2: alert for Lord of the Rings, if you haven't read 60-year-old that.
0: 60-year-old book. If you haven't read that, what are you doing? But you know, Or if you haven't seen the movies, what are you doing? I mean,
2: to be fair, you haven't seen the movies. I haven't seen all the movies. I've seen the first one. I mean, they're pretty good. The first well, one. But hey, at
0: I, least I read the books. Uh, I just It's so long. Okay, Tolkien's controversial statement here, the right way Tolkien was a master world builder, but a crappy storyteller. That's what. So, what
2: it was, so it was the. He was a really good world builder, but he was a horrible storyteller. Yeah. have
0: come to terms with that. I have come to terms with that. Like, as a, someone who claims to be a nerd, but also doesn't like Star Trek or Star Wars. What kind of nerd am
2: I? Well, apparently you're a you No, know, those are, very... are all the mainstream you're nerds. A, yeah, I was about to say, you're a really, like,
0: cult nerd, I suppose. Yeah, I really like all those, like, obscure animes. Like, Oshakura obscure Demon, Demon Samurai. That's not a real one. <laughs> 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 but if it was real, I'd be the biggest fan of it. Oh, my gosh. Come on, all weeaboos and white feet filfoos Unites! <laughs> Whatever the terms are. I don't know. I and don't I do watch know, anime either. Let's, what I do my ex know My ex-girlfriend really loved anime. I could accept all, it. That's why we broke up. That's not true.
2: We all have things that we just kind of like geek out about. It's our little niche. And for all of us, it's slightly different. Like, obviously, we had Bionicle in common. You know? Right. And obviously, we both like writing. But he's a very big dinosaur guy. Right. I don't know that much about dinosaurs beyond what, what he's What I've taught, taught you. Yeah. yeah. And, and was, in in vice versa, I'm a huge music nut. And he does not know that much about music. Right.
0: Of them i mean like
2: i well, like okay, I, you knew
0: a little bit i like that. music but yeah in terms of the terminology and like all the functions of it and like what what this and what that, and plus all the different genres of music that you've introduced me to like all the times we, we drove to college and you'd play <laughs> nothing but barbershop <laughs> i don't know
2: if that's multiple genres
0: but yes it's, it's like it's not even not multiple genres it's, there might have been like a hundred repeats there i would not notice they're all the same song <laughs> <laughs> how dare you
2: but you know how get, dare you we,
0: this barbershop wow <laughs> that's what I was going for it was really no, interesting I know. thank
2: you no but I mean it's one of those you know we all get passionate about something mm-hmm. like in a band of misfits for example yes bring that back well bring I mean yeah, I have we to need, try and we, we it. Need re-rail yeah. it yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, good let's do it so you know with a band of misfits these these are all people that have passions they have desires they right. breathe they live they're not static may may not have as much development as your lead characters or even your not quite secondary characters but right. that does not mean they don't go through a progression of their own exactly they go through it as a unit right because that's the the group that you've put them into and
0: that's the group that affects the story most right again self example I guess my own example the Psy Squad from the first from Megazoic um they... Like, individually, they probably don't contribute... Much, with the exception of certain other ones in later books. But, like... Yeah, they just all kind of do their own. I mean, certain other ones in later books, you haven't introduced all the characters in the Psy Squad? No, I have. I just don't want to say who is important later. Oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, okay, <laughs> so... Um, okay, now I understand. Okay, so... Uh, yeah, like, some of them, like, they just have they have their own quirky personalities, and but they don't really contribute much individually. Together, they help go. Uh, rescue Bellar. They go through an arc of they lose their commander who's like trying to um, get them to be better than they are. He says, you don't deserve to be I the Psy Squad. In yeah, I believe in you. I believe in you. I think you're better than the Psy Squad. Like, I think you can be more. And then they have to learn that when he dies. And right. that's an arc. Like, they. However, all... I mean, yes, as a group, that's an arc.
2: Yes. However, if you do give... Individuals, their own like backstory, yes. The, yes, the other stuff as well. You know, you get extra meaning, you get extra depth, right? From and absolutely, why not? It's a great thing. So, like all of the characters in the Psy Squad,
0: yeah, it, I I could have given them all individual purposes. I just felt like I didn't need to because, but like and like that's I what I'm what I'm saying with that is that you can get away with that with this because they all have a connection unit. If you want to give them all individual depth. Great, do it, go for it. It's icing on the cake.
2: Like, And you did. I'm saying that you didn't necessarily give them individual purpose. Right. I, I, I'm you saying did. I could have. I, I,
0: I could have, but I chose not to.
2: So I just want to mention, there's one in the first Megazord. so this isn't much of a spoiler for the second door, or the third one he's working on now. Yes. <laughs> but the original commander of the Psy Squad was Warwick. And I want to bring up Warwick because Warwick is a very interesting type of character that is different oh, from the ones yes. we've talked about so
0: far. What kind of a character do you think of?
2: Well, he kind of reminds me... Okay, sorry, this is going to sound really funny, but imagine if you took Warwick's head and put it in a tube.
0: And it's marked fresh, right? And no, like after no, three no, months, you
2: don't understand. It's a reference to Zordon who is, in, who is this uh, same role in Power Rangers and that is Mentor. I was going to say Robot. <laughs> Wait, no. Is Zordon a robot?
0: No. He's a
2: magician. Oh. I got caught in a time
0: warp. Is Warwick a robot? Not that
2: I'm aware is of. Is Warwick
0: a magician? No. There's nothing in support.
2: <laughs> nothing as far as what like actually Zordon they is. Exist six
0: as. letters. Um... They actually exist as two separate things, but the role they fill. No, I know. I'm trying to make a. Uh, the thing about what I do with my jokes, I just go for whatever one I go for. Most of them don't land, but every occasionally some of them do. So. <laughs> so. And what is Warwick to the Psy Squad? He's their mentor. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Like we have a character like this. And speaking of which, I ruined that. We're talking about mentors. What gave that away? (laughs) Only like 17 failed segues. But anyway. (laughs) They can't all be perfect. You're right. (laughs) 18th times the charm. They can't
2: can't be all flawless. But anyway, here's. Okay. Let's just be real for a minute. Obviously, mentors hold an important role in the hero's journey. Mm -hmm. For a little more on this, we talked about in episode one of The
0: Ritwit. Our humble beginnings that Back with in our itself terrible
2: audio equipment <laughs> <laughs> well separate so. oh. microphones too mm. that in itself would be enough for this type of character you right. know to give them a purpose right, right? common methods. Their their death inspires this hero to push the boundaries. Right, because the best
0: way to learn a lesson is to have the teacher be dead. You have to learn it yourself.
2: Well, that, I, or you know, this is like, I'm pissed off because you just killed my mentor and now I'm going to move. Right. As opposed to, I was a little reluctant before. Mm-hmm. However, the, for ones that don't die, there's the iron sharpens iron idea. They're really good and I'm trying to best my mentor so I keep training with him and he makes me stronger. A splinter, basically. Well, I'm trying to think of other mentors Well, that are usually alive. Right, right, mm. there there are quite a few, but for right now, also the random snippets of advice, you know, given a long time ago, and there's just this one moment, and they're stuck, and something just, like, this random memory slips by, and all of a sudden there's this advice, and it finally, like, crystallizes in that mm. moment.
0: With great power comes great responsibility, yeah. uh, I suppose that's an interesting one. I, I suppose
2: that could be one, yeah. Yeah, okay. But, like, you know, they don't have to be present mm-hmm. for this to affect them. Right, Absolutely. Well, so it has an impact to give them more impact though mm-hmm. why not allow them a little personal growth? Too? absolutely, yeah, like who says that they have to be old, perhaps kick ass and decrepit,
0: right exactly, or like yeah, like that's an interesting point because a lot of times mentors, while they are definitely meaningful to the plot in terms of characters, they're kind of static usually right they they don't have done the they job. don't, but you're right, they don't have
2: to be like they can. Nothing says they have to be. Like I mentioned, this one—whether uh, you like the eventual plot of this game or not—Alistair Azimuth right, from the game uh, Ratchet Clank and Crack in Time. We love those games. <laughs> oh man, what a great, what a great character arc! What a great game. But anyway, point being, he what is a... a
0: fantastic mentor to right. the lead character Ratchet, right? And also, uh, Orvis is a good mentor to. Clank even though again he's another posthumous character and he's not yeah he's not even there at the time right (laughs) spoiler alert (laughs) sorry spoilers
2: for Kraken Time if you haven't played it you should Mm -hmm. but you should probably start by playing the first Ratchet and Clank future nah just jump right in jump in (laughs) at the defense anyway but whether whether the eventual plot keeps him there or not whether he you know stays this mentor this paragon of virtue or not Alistair is a phenomenal character right Point point being, by their very nature, mentors already have a major impact on the story. Mm -hmm. So you don't need to tweak them too much. Right. But you don't have to omit them from your story. Right. You could have them on screen. You could have them grow alongside your character. I'm going to break off for just a second and talk a little bit about the fact that I'm a a student in education. Right. And there's something that a lot of people who don't get into education don't really understand, and that is this. When you are in school, mm-hmm. obviously you are learning. A student is learning. But whether you realize this or not, mm-hmm. the teachers also learn things right. from the students. Absolutely. And so
0: it's the same with the mentor-mentee relationship. Well, like, yeah, exactly. Like, in a good example, I think of this... I mean, at first, this guy's kind of static. Although he has, you know, it's more serious. Obi-Wan in um, Star Wars. He's kind of static at first, but, like, what he's... Like he tells him Luke about the ways of the Force. He tells him like your father was this way, and like he sacrificed himself for me. Like he does some stuff in the prequels. You get to see him fail as a mentor to Anakin. Like he was thrust into this position after Qui Gon died. Like I will train the boy. I'm not really ready for it, and you can see that. Like and like he. To be fair, this is
2: this brings up a good question because obviously the prequels, which by Mm -hmm. nature were released after the originals, but do you accept his character development? In publication order,
0: or do you accept it chronologically? Okay, I, I know, but like, I'm, yeah, that's why I say, like in Star Wars, he kind of isn't. I mean, he's there; he's got a point, but he's kind of stacked as But he's, like you said, he's already learned his lesson, like well, a lot of mentors do. But you get to see him learn his lesson True. in the prequels. Be Which like, is really nice, yeah. yeah like so, you,
2: and it establishes a stronger connection for the audience to your headliner character because you mm-hmm. see the person who helped shape them, like right. the family.
0: Right, exactly. It's a, it's a similar reward to that. Right. Well, um, that is really cool, but you know. Um, Dang it! I can't think of a segue. <laughs> it was the last one, and I blew it. Oh! oh God. I, I might need some. I need some help here. Can I get? Can okay, I get my okay. second in command to help
2: me with this segue? Actually, I was going to say, well, why don't we stay with Star Wars and talk about the role that a certain
0: Sith Lord fills—Emperor Palpatine oh, as that second in command. Oh, speaking, speaking of, of which. which... <laughs> Well, this was actually a two-parter, though, to be fair. It's like, we're speaking of the, all uh, right, the Sith All right, Lord so we'll one. speak
2: about the Sith Lords first.
0: So we got the villain side.
2: Okay, so on the villain side, this idea of the lieutenant. The underling. Somebody who is the underling. Somebody who is not, you know, in command, but maybe they want to be. Because usually, the usually they usually, they usually <laughs> have their own darker ambitions. Like, I want to... Use- so why not create some palace intrigue? Use exactly. It. If that person goes rogue trying to meet their own goals, it could add a layer to your eventual battle. I mean, how many times... Because is... they're trying to avoid their, their former master mm. while trying to off the guy who's also trying to kill them kind exactly. of And so it becomes a lot more complex. It adds mm. that depth and it adds more into your plot. Now, not all the books have the space for this, but you get right. the idea. Theoretically, these characters all bring their own experiences and abilities to the table. So make those valuable
0: to the story. Right, exactly. Even if Somebody
2: who's as adept with the Force as Darth Vader Mm -hmm. will have a different role than somebody like Grand Moff Tarkin.
0: Right. Who is arguably the main (laughs) villain of the first Star Wars movie. Like, he's... Well, he's on-screen doing the most. I should have... And he's also the more... the guy who's more directing the plot forward. He's the one who captures Leia, and he's the one who... Orders Alderaan destroyed. Yeah, and and he's the one who tries to order the Rebel base destroyed, so...
2: Yeah, you're, you've got a point. But, like, mm-hmm. whoever, whatever the hierarchy looks like. Right. You know, all of these characters. And you especially see this with villains. Because, you know, these people all have these dark desires to rule the world. And, well, there's this, there's one obstacle in my way. No, wait, there's two obstacles in my way. I have to defeat, dethrone
0: him and destroy him. Kind of thing. <laughs> well, like, yeah, because, like, an um, example of a bad side of this is, like, how many people has Darth Vader choked? Like, and who... And we don't care. It's kind of fun to be like, uh-huh, that guy's dead. <laughs> <laughs> because there's no depth to them. It's like, oh, you spoke up against Vader? What an idiot. <laughs> but, alternatively, you get, like, the Emperor, who he, like... There's, like, a kind of... Like, at the end of uh, Return of the Gem, there's kind of like... The, both the Emperor and Darth Vader have their own kind of path idea with Luke. Like, the Emperor wants... Luke to kill Darth Vader, Vader and become his new apprentice. Right. Darth Vader wants Luke to kill the Emperor and then they can then rule the galaxy become, together. Right. Luke wants to hopefully not kill anyone and uh, Well, he
2: doesn't want to turn to the dark side. But either. and
0: like trying to help his father come back. Yeah. At so, that point, yes. So you know, that uh, originally
2: uh, he's thinking Darth Vader needs to be done mm-hmm. with, but
0: Right. But then once he realizes he was his father, he's like there's still good in you. Right? Yeah, I don't want to take
2: tries- him out. Well, get back to that family thing. Who's on your side and the chips are down. Oh,
0: man. It's, it's a good thing he believes in this family, doesn't it? No matter what, he will never, like, try to find, like, a family member and kill them in you this. You cut off my hand! But, like, no matter what, he will never... And, like, he always believes people can be deemed. Like, it's not like he'll ever go to someone in, his, in their sleep and try to kill them out of the blue and set them on a the path for darkness later. Oh, wait! Oh, he did! wait! <laughs> God, that's last Jedi was. It
2: uh, was his nephew instead of his father. Instead of his father. Ah, right? uh, it's because yeah. it's, it's, it's like character development out the window. <laughs> Not necessarily. Yeah. You know what's the old phrase? You either die, you die soonish, or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain.
0: That's the exact phrase. That's when Harvey Dent soon said soon that classic line up. in Dark Knight. either die soonish, soon-ish <laughs> or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. <laughs> Such a classic line they used in all the trailers in that exact wording, and that's why that movie made a billion dollars. Technical
2: term like, that that. One technical term drew all their attention. Soon-ish. either die a
0: hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Thank you for correcting me. I couldn't remember Which, the whole phrase. To be fair, that phrase is total nonsense. There's plenty of people who live a long time and die heroes. Or they don't die a hero. They just die. Or yeah, or they just or they're just heroes their whole life. Depends on what you refer as a
2: hero. Anyway, I'm not <laughs> referring to grunts here. I'm not referring to the cannon fodder, the people who go out and like Accept bullets and usually die. The From both who are the hero faceless, or the villain, the people who are generally faceless, um, literally you know, like stormtroopers, being troopers. beat up by the hero, like stormtroopers is a great example. I'm not referring to the stormtroopers; they
0: they're just like there. They right. just exist,
2: and you don't need to right. give them any particular depth unless
0: it's Finn, right? But right. like, <laughs> or, or like that one who they tried to give depth and then killed her off twice. <laughs> <laughs> But no stormtroopers, yeah, they don't have depth other than no. they, the, their main character traits that they can't hit anything, right? Except for in the opening scene of Star Wars, they actually do are they actually are really competent. And then later on, Obi-Wan's like must be Vader's elite guard or something. It's like Obi Wan's like, oh, stormtrooper blasts only they could be so precise. I'm like, what drugs were you on, Obi? <laughs> <laughs> what Star Wars movies have you seen? <laughs> like, what? Let's uh, see, like a, a stormtrooper gets in a fight with a red shirt. The stormtrooper misses. The red shirt dies anyway. <laughs> heart attack exactly like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) it's it's but the good thing about red shirts is that they're you know they're there on the hero's side they're fellow agents on whatever mission they're on and speaking of which, oh come on that's not fair it's the same segment it's
2: still the same thing you know with with Ranger fan fiction. I write this mm-hmm. a lot. You know, I always refer to them as lieutenants or the generals. For example, right. the second. These are people idea. who are a
0: bit above the the band of misfits. You know, they're right. They're just people. Like an example of Black Panther is uh, is Everett Ross. Everett Ross, yeah. Like he's not really a, a misfit. He's on his own sort of thing. He's, yeah, he's, he's the, the t- token white. He's the main. token white guy. Yeah, check. <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> well, as I as I point out, uh, he's not the only white guy in the movie.
0: He's but. the only white good guy who's gets a prominent role so
2: how many boxes do you have to take down before you find him by himself anyway <laughs> but yeah the colleagues the people you work with they mm. may not be like really good friends and that's why I didn't want to put this with like your best friends and that right. kind of thing
0: but they you know they fight for the same purpose absolutely but like that that alone actually that if you just do that that runs the risk of the best friend sort of thing and being like I'm just your yes man what's their drive to fight in this battle with you so. yeah so how do you make them more useful mhm I can't think of anything else to add to that. Just make them... Just give them their own sort of...
2: Well, like, your their abilities. Why, what do they bring? Right. So, Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. The drunk Scott, Charlie, or maybe he was an Irishman, sorry. He doesn't I'm really
0: gonna... bring anything. He just... Well, he fails just... a shot and then sings... Okay, he fails a couple
2: of shots because he probably has severe PTSD. He probably, yeah. He's very heavily shown. He does. <laughs> well, who knows? In that time of life, nobody knew what PTSD meant. So, no, but yeah. Uh, but he he provides a little bit of comic relief. He tries, and and he does actually like sight things with a sniper rifle. So That's he true. Can, he helps other people. So he to can scout shot That's true. But he just, you know, he's completely different. He doesn't get that much of a development. We don't see what happened to make him this way. We don't see him mm-hmm. progress from that. We don't see him get past it, and he's just there. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I mean, and I we talked earlier about how the equivalent of the Howling Commandos is abandoned misfits, right? Right. Yeah. Pointing pointing this out, that they all had something of their own they brought into this, mm-hmm. which is what we're talking about here. So Everett Ross, former pilot with the Air Force before right. he goes to the CIA, right? Versus an agent, right. and so they use the piloting skills. Right. Later in the movie, mm-hmm. and you should really see this scene; it's really cool. <laughs> but like, because he had that experience, they could use him in that role. If he right? Was somebody else it that would was, not have worked.
0: That was very telegraphed, though. Like, I it was as in soon the, as they said he's a pilot, you know, like, he like he no, use once it. a pilot. So I'm like, oh, really? Well, there's a lot of jets flying around. I wonder if that. Wonder if he'll fly a jet later. Nah, that doesn't work. It's like an <laughs> Independence Day where he mentions the president mentions that he was once a pilot. So I'm like, well, yeah, so i it's never of seen Independence Day. But anyway, <sighs> <that's> fine. <however. laughs>
2: but you know. It's a good movie. but If, if to it's something that can be duplicated by somebody else, why are they there? Exactly. Like, we deal with this, um, well, I deal with it a little bit more than... I already Matt have Donald one friend has. named Matt. Well, what do no. I... No. I deal with this a little bit more than <laughs> Donald does, perhaps. But in the AE crew... Yes. You know, our story where we all have alter egos. Right. Trying to come up with a way to differentiate the characters who are all, you know, relatively high-powered. How do you not make them redundant? Exactly. So, each of
0: them has different personality quirks. Well, each of them has different skill sets. Well, like, a failed example of this, well, for most people, is like Hawkeye. Like, a lot of people ask, why is he on the team? And there's probably reason for that. <laughs> like, I, I mean, to be fair, I think... Well, who else actually fires Bo? But what's the point of that, to be fair? Well, Bo Arrow has its uses. I know. I, 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 the point is, it's, it's, it's useless enough that people question it. I like what they did in Age of Ultron, that they showed that he's actually kind of the emotional glue that holds them all together like he's by him being the everyman the one who actually has a family to go back to he can kind of help them through their own problems
2: yep and so you know finding what it is that they bring that Mm -hmm. no one else can bring that Mm -hmm. makes this character worth the time worth the air time and breathing the same air as the other characters right that's the thing right um, you have a note on here about how these guys can also kind of coexist with a band of misfits. Right, but
0: like, so I mentioned how like this, sometimes the band misses. if you give them all individual purposes, then they're basically this. Like, this is, like, they're basically a bunch of So if you don't give of much these. of a backstory and you just let
2: them achieve a purpose so they don't necessarily match as a group, but then if you develop the individuals, they can kind of upgrade.
0: Even you know if they do match as a group, but then they also do this. It's, it's, it's yeah. Like, that's coexisting. Yeah, exactly. I think that's, a job well done, you and I. I especially if this is truly our last episode in the right way, ah, it'll great. almost be sad to see it go. Oh, what, what will we do with our lives? What will our listeners do with their? We'll lives? have more
2: time. Maybe we'll actually write again.
0: We love writing so much. We do a podcast about writing and it ends up keeping us with our writing. It's a freaking Greek tragedy. Like, yeah, pretty much. Darn uh, straight. We need to power through this. We need to keep it going. We, we need some listener support. We need to figure out how to keep this going. And speaking of. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! You <laughs> had to get one last shot in there, didn't you? Uh, one last one. I'll probably fit in another way. <laughs> How can people get all of us? That's a
2: very good question, but a very good answer is you can email Matt D, Matt D, D at, at
0: matthewdonaldcreator.com.
2: Matthew dot com unison. We don't need to spell it for you, but do remember, please, that Matt in both instances has two T's. Yes. If you have any uh, questions or comments, <laughs> hey, maybe you got an idea for an episode that we could do, and mm-hmm. at this point, maybe we really need it. We need- anyway, we need to get <laughs> off our lazy butts and actually do some more writing. Uh, especially, especially... You, me. we! Especially me.
0: Especially me. Okay, to be fair. Donald
2: is working on a story, but, but, yeah, but it's I mean, the same one he talked
0: about last month. I so. mean, to be fair, though, that's just how I work. Like, I focus on one project, and until it's done, I'm, I'm zeroed in. Like and There's nothing wrong with that if you actually do it, but mm-hmm. look at the other side of the coin where you don't do anything. You need, you need to listen to this podcast. Like I know we record it but you need to listen to it. <laughs> like we can talk a lot of stuff. I need to read more. That's it. Hey, that can't be it. I don't read at all, and I'm the big writer. Here, anyways. You know you should. What you should do. You should. You should really listen to this podcast. I mean, you know it's on iTunes. Speaking of which, it's I didn't, on I didn't iTunes.
1: Finish my point
0: there. Oh. Thanks jerk i'm really excited about these segues I'm apparently
2: segue <laughs> okay <laughs> it's too segway happy if you do email us you can obviously go to the actual website matthewdonaldcreator.com yeah, there's the a contact, contact page there bottom, yep. or your own email system would work too. Mm-hmm. Gave you the email address already. whatever
0: you feel comfortable with listening absolutely
2: <laughs> it'll get to us and uh, if you do want to address to a specific hosts but again, please include which one because we both share Matt D. Yep, we In do. In common. But That's anyway, as he David. already talked about we're, the on we're on iTunes, if you download, please, a positive review. Or negative, you know, it's a well, free country. Well, okay, stream. a review, uh, just something to, something or to support. Or don't
0: I'm really good at persuading people. <laughs> do <laughs> review, don't review, I don't care. <laughs> please, please. Live your life, dude. Please, can you give us a rating? Reasonable-ish. Please. Like, if we suck, explain why. Yeah. We talked
2: <laughs> that that episode about criticism on episode six. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> you know, the one where, you know, constructive criticism, please, don't just destroy our hard
0: work, whether it seems like we're actually hardly working or not. <laughs> I'm leaning back so heavily on this chair. I <laughs> <laughs> anyways, it makes me more laid back more natural
2: what's wrong with my segues you don't laugh but I always think they're pretty good question. I like them alright anyway so if you <laughs> want to follow like professional media social media yes, accounts yes, how do you stuff. do that for Donald ok
0: so you go like, um, Facebook account at Matthew Donald Creator. um, and I also got Twitter at Matthew Donald 64 why 64 because here's why here's why David ok I have this six pack it's, it's made of steel. I'm a, I'm a really good rider. And I have four very muscular limbs, two amazing arms, and two very hard thighs with legs and the the of get the power of the Black Panther and all the Hercules. I'm, just, I'm so ripped. And I'm also six foot four. <laughs> so, by displaying the banner of six four, I have this, I just put this flag down, thrust my manly <laughs> chest out, People know not to mess with me because I'm so shredded. <laughs> Sorry, that's actually a lie. I'm, I'm, I'm actually six foot one. The rest is real though! <sighs>
2: I'm amazed he kept me around, short as I am. He could probably tear me limb from limb if he's so rich. I could fit you in my teeny-tiny little pocket. <laughs> Something about how he's been sending missiles over to Japan. To try you to will not straight. let that go. No, I will not you let just, that go. But you know, the point being, why does he even need them? If he can do that, why does he even need missiles? Why don't he just come over and threaten me like a real
0: man? You know, a real man will ride one of those missiles. <laughs> <laughs> Save a horse, ride a missile. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. And, like... You know, you can't get over this uh, missile thing. You know, a man can't all well, shoots one missile, and suddenly the world thinks he's out to get him. I'm like, oh, can't baseball. just let it go. <laughs> <I'm> like,
2: <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not Elsa, so there's no way I'd let it go. Mm. <laughs> Good one. I try. Uh, Anyways, with that, <laughs> listeners, thanks for listening to our useful secondary characters workshop. We, well, we might record something for next month. I we'll be here know. for next month. By the way, this is all big talking about.
0: Well, this is all big elaborate ruse. We like to play, or is it? Or, or is it? You'll have to keep listening to find out, I
2: suppose. I see. I guess what a if great two of us recording something, you'll probably see what it is. Even if it's I mean not the
0: rit which I mean, 19 episodes. Time. What's the point of continuing? Like at that point, so we're many... short of a score. Come on, we can't stop now. But we've covered absolutely everything there ever is to be out uh, writing. There's no point anymore. Oh, so we've, that's why I'm not writing. We've done anymore, it, it so. There's succ- no way to do it. We've, we've covered every basis so succinctly. There's just... Everything else is just Apparently,
2: we're so effective at doing this job, listeners, that we don't need this podcast anymore, so I guess this is the final goodbye from the Ritwit. The podcast where us two twits apparently talked (laughs) about about (laughs) rating.
0: I'm Matt David. Uh, I'm Matt Donald. You know what? We may not have anything to talk about, and we're done, but let's keep going. I mean, why not? You know? Let's just, let's just keep trudging this along until finally we just wither and die. I don't understand.
2: You said there is no point. We've already covered everything so succinctly. We don't need another episode. There's no
0: point in stopping me either. There's no point in anything. That's the thing. Like we live. You're complete really nihilist, aren't you? Uh, but like there's no. I fire missiles. <laughs> <laughs> I I do things without meaning. I'm just. I'm a real anarchist. You know. I'm a real nihilist. Oh my gosh. We're, so yeah, listeners,
2: please save us from this plight. If you've got something to say, <laughs> it'd be now is the time. If you don't, next month's might turn into something a little stranger. We'll see how that goes. But until well, then, if you're still listening to us, thanks for listening. Yep.
0: Have a great night, listeners. You'll hear us when you hear us again. Ah, and that's Maybe. the end of the show. So long. And speaking of which... The Ridley. Ridley.